Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook, and it is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest today, I would love to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and also a self-care tip because those are two things that I live by on my regular basis, so I figured I would share that with you too. So marketing tip of the day. Um, I actually just taught a class last night all on the importance of video marketing, and now they're saying that 54% of consumers of 3.87 billion people in the world on social media are consumers that are watching videos. So 50% of the billions and billions of people that are watching it and you're not doing videos in your marketing, it is time to step up and do that. Um, it could even be a personal video. I mean, if you want us to get started and you don't have to overthink it, I think it's just getting yourself comfortable and put yourself out there first. So um, I just wanted to share those analytics today because when I read them, I was like, oh my God, like this is 2021. Like if you're not doing video, like, you're missing out on a huge opportunity to get a lot of people. So that's my marketing tip of the day. My self-care tip of the day is this week was pretty um, like more low-key than usual, which I'm really glad because I've had a lot of back-to-back appointments and things going on. Um, so I think I want to talk about the importance of creating a day for yourself. And I've talked about this so much with my clients and just people I've been connecting with recently, but you need to give yourself a personal day. And I know that that sounds like, oh my God, that feels overwhelming if you're listening and you're a business owner. But believe it or not, if you're if you actually start doing that, and even if you give yourself the day and you mark it off in your calendar and you fit people in, you know, just to get yourself comfortable, you know, but you give yourself more time during the day to do your own thing, you're gonna feel so different because eventually you're gonna be like, oh my God, I really like nobody booked appointments with me today. Life has changed. Um, so that I just wanted to discuss the importance of that because I started doing that and I feel so much more relieved um, and way less stressed. So just wanted to share that stress-free advice. Now I want to talk about my amazing, inspiring guest today. She is the amazing Nipu Co. She is the founder of the Nika brand and she has come out of foster care and is doing incredible things. She's a business consultant, she's a marketing and media expert, and she's a personal development coach all in one. So if you're not familiar with Napu, now is the time to get to know her and be sure to look her up because she is transforming companies. So stay tuned for the amazing Napu Co. ups, the downs, and all the in-between, what it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. All right, everybody, welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Napuko who is the founder of the Nika brand. She is a branding marketing expert and personal development coach all in one. Hi, Naipu. How are you? Good. How are you, Jackie? Good. I'm so sorry. I said your name right in the beginning. And I was like, no, <laughs> oh my God. Like we'd go over this. This is just what happens when you get excited talking. Totally fun. Absolutely. <laughs> you look so pretty today in green for all my audience. Too. Like, it's my favorite awesome. color. And it's actually one of my branding colors too. So I was like, okay, I'll put this on today. Like so suitable. Yeah. So um, for my audience, who's not familiar with you, like tell us how you fell into entrepreneurial space. Yeah, absolutely. So 
I have always been a firm believer in creating your environment of success. And I feel like we hear that a lot, but we don't know what that means. And I feel like in order to create your environment, you've got to figure out what you don't want in it. And so I have, you know, with that being said, I have always sought out opportunities which were higher than what I thought I could do. And that has led me into a lot of management roles and in different industries as well. And so what I learned through that experience is that I really love being creative, but I also like the business that goes with it. And so I was like, you know what? I have all the tools I need to be my own boss. So how can I do this in a creative way? And how can I do this in a way that it, that empowers other people? Because that's truly how I heal from my past experiences being in foster care for eight years. And it's really taught me how to engage with people. So I was like, how can I bring all of that together in one? And that's when I kind of thought of the fingerprint method. And that is a marketing method that I thought of to really figure out what makes you unique. And once you figure that out, you can create an imprint that lasts. Love that it's all well. I feel like marketing is all about imprints, right? Like from one marketing girl to another. Like yes. I, yeah. that, you know, that's so important and, and valuable. So tell us two more about this new venture of this method. So how long has it been created? Like what? Like tell us all about it. <laughs> so like all, so many other things. It was definitely a COVID quarantine downtime kind of invention and idea. And I was like, you know, it's good. It's universal. Um, And I didn't quite get, not to toot my own horn, but I didn't quite get how great it was or how impactful it could be until I actually had a company try to take it. (laughs) So I was like, okay, this is it. I have to figure out a way to make this mine um, and trademark it and then just run with it. Um, So that's kind of how it started and how I implement it is, Uh, So the fingerprint, I break it down into your vision, your mission, um, your brand, what makes you unique. So your personal story, believe it or not, will subconsciously or consciously intervenes into how you do business. Um, So I think it's really important to take a look at that. And then it all comes together into storytelling because marketing and sales, when it comes down to it, it's all about storytelling. So, Um, so, yeah, so that is kind of the catalyst of the fingerprint. And so the discovery process is discovering all of that, taking that. And I don't just say, okay, now we figured out your fingerprint. How fun. So we take the fingerprint and then we create graphics and content and the marketing behind that fingerprint. And then we rebrand yourself or rebrand your idea. And then we push it out into the world. And that, that I think is after finding your fingerprint, that is the most important part because, you know, art is a great discipline, but if you don't have the analytics behind it, it's just art no one sees. So true. Really good point. And I also want to talk about like your backstory, like coming out of foster care. Absolutely. So inspiring. So what advice would you give to somebody that like really wants to make something of themselves, you know, because when you're in that space, you're in such a different mental space, right? So talk about that. I'm so interested. So, you know, I call it the pit. (laughs) And when you've gone through a lot of things, you kind of fall in the pit a lot. And you really want to remind yourself about how that felt. Because, you you know, when you want to take your eye off the ball, and you want to say, you know, I'm doing okay, I can just coast for right now. 
that's when you kind of fall backwards into that pit. And the more you go back into it, you realize, oh shit, sorry, excuse my language. I shouldn't have done that, (laughs) you know? So, and another thing that I, I like to think, um, remind everyone, and it's actually the two, um, analogies and metaphors I use for the title of my upcoming book. It's called Oceans and Butterflies. And I picked that title. You know, I thought of so many titles along the years because I've been writing it for a long time because it's been a heel in progress. Um, And so it's called Oceans and Butterflies, A, because oceans, um, you know, I grew up in, or I was born in Sri Lanka and grew up there for a little bit, um, reminds you that everything that happens in your life is like a wave. And you, if you get, you have a choice. Once that wave comes, you can let the wave knock you out. And if it does, you can choose to stay under and not get back up and you can drown. Or you can get up and say, you know what? That wave is not as big as the one I just hurtled over. So I'm going to choose over to jump over it. And when you do that off enough times, it, you know, it seems like, oh, that seems so draining. But when you do it enough and you get, give yourself a little bit of motivation to keep going, you look back and you're like, that wave that I just jumped over would have pummeled me to my ass, you know, two years ago. So that is where the oceans part comes in. And it's always been my happy place. And then butterflies comes in because when I was in foster care, um, one of my social workers gave me a card. And I think it was when like, one of my um, foster brothers was getting adopted and I wasn't yet. And so she gave me a card and it said, just when the butterfly, uh, just when the caterpillar thought the world was ending, it turned into a beautiful butterfly. And that was on uh, blue with white writing. And so that kind of always stuck with me. And then about three years ago, uh, when I met my partner, John, his mom knew nothing about me, but she sent us a card and it was white with blue writing, the same exact quote. And she was like, you two have something special, like always take care of each other. So I it's know, like- I'm like getting emotional. I know, isn't that crazy? So it's always like come back around in my life, no matter what. And I really like think about the caterpillar to the butterfly analogy. And I think my one advice that kind of threads through everything I've said is no matter what, don't forget the caterpillar you were because that's where people find power. That's where people relate to you. And it's important to talk about the caterpillar of yourself just as much as it is to talk about the butterfly. I love the analogy. So I'm thinking about like your fingerprint method and I'm like, yeah. totally is all like part <laughs> of that. It's like yeah. so inspiring and so yeah. cool. It's amazing. And that's another thing to do is sit back and be like, oh, I remember when I was so upset about that, but that's what led me to this. So true. And when you do that, it kind of blows your mind. I don't recommend doing it a lot because <laughs> you'll just keep, you know, you'll just keep your oh. wheels spinning. Um, but yeah, so it, that's a good point. It really does connect to the fingerprint method and um, everything. So. so when are you going to launch this book? Have you like thought about that yet? So I, you know, I wrote the first version and I realized like, I don't want my story to be about hurt because that's not what it's about. It's not about mistakes. It's about lessons. And it's not about what other people have done to me. It's about the lessons I learned from that hurt. So I wrote the angry version, right? <laughs> you gotta let it out. Yeah, you got to let it out. So I wrote the angry version and now I'm 
doing it more from the butterfly's perspective instead of the caterpillar perspective because the caterpillar is angry I mean she wants to fly but um, the butterfly is the one that teaches right so I am rewriting it and as I was rewriting it I was like this is not I don't want my story to just be about foster care and getting out of foster care and doing all these amazing things I want to create a brand and a fingerprint for myself that you know, takes a story into account, but I can, they can say, oh, she's, so they, so it's not like, oh, she's successful for a foster kid. She's successful, period. I love that. So that's why I was like, I'm going to start my business. And you know what? The book is going to come when it comes, but I do have a goal and a date because I, you know, the saying, like, if you give someone two hours, they'll get it done in two hours. Like if you give them, you know, a week, they'll get it done in a week. So I am hoping by 2020, by February, um, I don't know why, you know, 0202022 seems right. So I'm going to try to publish it by that date. That's so exciting. Are you spirituality and stuff? Because numbers mean things. Yes. Yeah, I definitely am. And I, um, I am a very intuitive person and I think it, it it came off as a survival skill so I think when someone develops intuition um, as a survival skill it's so much deeper than someone that just wants to you know play into it and figure it out and see if they have it because survival is like you know fly or flight so you either have it or you don't so I there was definitely you know other than lessons there's definitely been a lot of underlying spiritual aspects that have grown with me through the foster care system and outside of it so I absolutely use that and you know I that's honestly the reason I'm in front of you today is because I did a lot of soul searching when you reached out to me and I was like you know I don't know if this is right because I did just start this business um, and I do have three clients already, which I don't even know how that happened, <laughs> but, but, um, you know, so I was like, I don't know if this is the right time. And then right after I read through your stuff, I went on your Instagram and you posted like 20 minutes ago or like 10 minutes ago, something that resonated with me. So I was like, okay, this is right. Freaking awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad. And like, congrats on being a rising entrepreneur. Cause you're awesome. <laughs> Thank you. You're doing awesome stuff. So who is your ideal client? Um, and how can people reach out and like learn more yeah. about what you're doing? Absolutely. I think so. I just revamped my website. So it's www.thenikabrand.com. And there you can find all the information that you need. You can book um, even just a, a free 20 minute consult call with me so we can chat and get to know each other a little bit too. Um, or if you're ready to dive in, you can do that as well. And um I think my ideal client would be someone that is kind of stuck, whether it's their initial idea and they haven't launched yet. So I just helped someone with a healthcare app during the pre-launch and they just launched last week and they've been getting amazing results. So that was really exciting. So that's an ideal client because then we can really create your imprint and your fingerprint and from the scratch. Um, But I also like working with people that are like, you know, this is, I think, what I want, but I'm also trying to figure out how I can revamp this into the new product that I'm bringing out. Um, And, and like, you know, I, as the seasons change, those are always ways 
uh, ways to rebrand yourself. So I feel the same way with business. So my ideal client is going through a change of some sort, whether it's changing industries and they're um, picking up a new idea. So I'm really good with taking an idea and figuring out how to put it out there um, or expanding on the idea. So that is like my dream client, but um, I can also work with anyone that's going through a transition or a change. Freaking awesome. That's yeah. exciting about that tech company. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Are thank you. you to share about them so people can look them up and support them too? Or? Yeah, absolutely. So it's called Sponsor Motion. And what they do is they, um, they're focusing on the rare disease community. And so basically, if you had a rare disease, there's so many options out there there for sponsorships that you might not know about. Um, so sponsor motion really kind of brings it all together. So if you had um, a rare disease, you can go on and fill out a little profile and then I'll say, oh, Dr. So-and-so will sponsor you to get a blood transfusion. Um, so it's really one of those um, sites and apps that helps other people. And it's completely free unless you want to do some add-ons um, to your profile and add-ons to what you'll get out of it. Talk about like an inspiring company. That's like amazing. Yeah, yeah they're story. awesome. They are absolutely so cool. amazing. So what would you find like from marketing person to marketing person? What are a yeah. lot of people struggling with, you know, through the pandemic marketing wise? Like they come to you and they're like, okay, Napu, like this is where I'm struggling. Like what do you find customers and consumers are struggling with? I think, um, you know, and, and it goes back to figuring out your imprint and your, what makes you unique is figuring out there's so many ways to market yourself. Mm-hmm. What And you should market, like you've said, you know, you need to use more than one platform. You need to figure out what, what best platform is good for your industry, especially with multi-company industries out there. You can kind of look on the backbone and look on the success of others. Um which you should do a little bit, but you also need to bring it back to yourself. And so I think what clients have come out to me about and reached out to me about is saying, you know, I want to stand out and I want to be unique, but how do I do that? Um, Because there are a lot of free services and websites that you could use, but if you don't know how to utilize them, then you shouldn't be. Um, Yeah. No, that's solid advice. Cause I, I do think that there is value, but it's also yeah. having that like accountability and like actually like doing it the right way too. Yeah. Right. Cause you could think you're doing it the right way, but somebody yeah. working with somebody who actually knows what they're doing, there's a yeah. difference. Absolutely. And that's why ideal clients, right. Are the ones that are like, okay, I have a new idea. I haven't done anything. It's like, great. We don't have to rework or like erase everything you've done. And, you know, so Absolutely. And I think it's great. I mean, I understand when you're first starting out, you might need to do a lot of things yourself. Um, But it's important to invest in yourself and invest in your business if you don't want to be the statistic that says, you know, 95% of businesses within the five years fail. So it's really about creating your foundation at the start to ensure that when you build those walls, it's not going to crumble down. Yeah, that's solid advice. Love that. Okay. So how can people reach out? I want to play game time with you afterwards. How can people reach out, stay in touch and um, get in touch for a consultation? Absolutely. So www.thenikabrand.com. And um, the great thing about having a unique 
name is if you need to find me, I'll be the first person that pops up on anything. Um, so Nifunika Ka is my Instagram as well. If you want to reach out personally, I would be more than happy to chat with you. Freaking awesome. Yeah, everybody needs to follow Nifu. She's doing amazing. That's <laughs> so, so awesome to like watch. Like really, so cool. All right, so are you ready for game time? Yes. Okay, so I there's no we're like rush with how fast you have to answer them. This is just okay. like a really fun way for us to get to know you better. So okay. What is Nipu's favorite food? Oh, Sri Lankan food, hands down. Okay. So whenever I go somewhere new for vacation, I always look to see if there's Sri Lankan food. And I love it so much that I drove. Um, so we had one in Cambridge in, in Massachusetts and it closed down during COVID. So I drove three hours to go get Sri Lankan food and come back. That's, so, love. that's, that's love. Okay, that's so people are not familiar because I'm not either. Like, what is that food? Like, bring it so, yeah, so Sri Lanka is a little tiny island. It's right south of India, and that was where I was born, and it's shaped like a teardrop. And Sri Lankan food, um, you know, I was reading these articles. A lot of chefs are doing a lot of Sri Lankan infusion because our spices and the way that we cook is is unique in the fact that it takes time. And, like, you know, they're like, oh, everything just has curry powder in it. But that's not true. There's different types of curry powder that goes into things. Um, and to me, it's a personal connection because it reminds me of where I grew up and it reminds me of my birth mom. Um, so, yeah, it's just a comfort food for me. But it's so good. If you haven't tried it, please do. Okay, so when you drove um, three hours, where did you go? Like, where I went to, um, I want to say it was New London, Connecticut. Um, it was a place called Cinnamon Grill and they like just opened, I think like two months prior. And, uh, and I was like, I'll be there in, uh, about like two hours ish, um, two or three hours. They're like, what? <laughs> so I told them I drove all the way there. They're like, they're looking at me like I'm crazy. I was like, you guys don't know how lucky you are. You get this all the time. Seriously, like, <laughs> yeah. That's like, should be written up about. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so where is your favorite place you've ever traveled to and what's a bucket list place you want to go to? Ooh, that's a good question. My favorite place, I think California. I So I did um, a cross country, just like pitching a tank kind of road trip a while ago and I went all over the country and California was where I spent my most time, the most of the time. And I went up and down the coast. And what I like about the whole state of California is like Northern California, Central California, Southern California, all completely different. Um, and it was just a really unique, what I call it like a green zone energy um, place. So I really liked California, but a bucket list place is um, I definitely want to go back to Sri Lanka, but I'm scared about going back there because I haven't been there for, I think, over 20 years now. So it's changed a lot and it's more Americanized. Um, so I don't know if it's the utopia that I remember in my head. Uh, and you don't want to like be sad. You're saying. Yeah, exactly. you know, like, you so maybe after I publish the book, I'll go back. Okay. Um, but until then, <laughs> I'm going to keep this mind um, and imagery that I have. So create like new memories there too. Yes, right? that's, that's really the truth, right? New beginnings. Yes. That's always my motto. I love that. Okay. If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your mm -hmm. life, what would it be from head to toe and why? A dress. 
Okay. I love dresses because I think a lot of people, if I'm wearing a dress, I'm probably having a bad day. <laughs> because putting on pants and putting on multiple layers of clothing for me is just like too much work sometimes. So if I throw on a dress, I'm like, okay, I'm good to go. Um, so I'd be wearing a dress. My hair would probably be up like in um, John calls a Cindy Lou Who bun. <laughs> um, and then sandals. And I would be good to go. That yeah. sounds great. Do you have a favorite dress? Even though you said dresses would be probably not your best days, but that's fine. Yeah. Which now that I think about it, I have more dresses than anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have this one dress that um, is yellow and it has butterflies all over it. And it just, I, I love it. And I wore it so much that I had to like cut it up and figure out a different way to wear it. And then finally I was like, okay, it's time to let go of this dress. So I have to find a new dress, but that was my all time. You'll find another one with butterflies, right? Yes. I hope. (laughs) All right, cool. Um, Next question. If you could spend a day with somebody dead or alive you've never met, Mm. who would you choose and why? Dead or alive. I would definitely choose my grandma from Sri Lanka. So when um, my mom left, my birth mom left to come to America So quick backstory is um, she told me it was like a few days before my third birthday and she used to make wedding cakes in Sri Lanka. And she told me she was going to go make me a cake. So I was just like playing in the driveway. I was like, okay, cool. Sounds great. So she actually went and left to go to America. And so after that, my grandmother kind of, I like latched onto her. Like she was everything. And I, you know, until the day she died, I never got to see her after the age of five. Um, she, I was always her favorite and, you know, when she couldn't remember anyone else, she always remembered me and I like wouldn't let go of her. And she's actually the reason that I'm in the United States because she told my mom, she's like, Napu can't grow out with grow up here without a mother. So I've always felt like this super special connection to her. And this is actually her bracelet and I've been wearing it like it's like almost breaking off but I've been I haven't taken it off in almost a decade now so if I had to pick anyone it would definitely be her that's amazing and what about somebody you haven't met like you've never met dead dead or alive so I really really like um you know growing up as a person of color there wasn't a lot of people I could look up to um and one person that really just inspired me and not because she's beautiful and not because um, she's famous or she's an actress, but because of the way that she presents herself and because of the way that she speaks. Um, I really like Priyanka Chopra. I've always, I know, I've always looked up to her and I know a lot of people, um, there was like one thing that she said that a lot of people have been kind of grilling her on, but we do all have those off days and it does suck that um, you know, like one of my professors said in college, people don't remember how beautiful you're dressed, but they'll remember seeing your slip. So, you know, don't let your slip show is what she always told me. Um, and that's the thing, like you can be a great human being, you can be amazing, but if you mess up once, that's what people are going to remember you by. And I don't want to do that to her. Um, so I really, you know, that's the person I would sit down and meet. Like I, John got me a signed autograph of her for Christmas and then he got me a promise ring and I didn't cry when he got me the promise ring but I cried 
that's hilarious yeah so that's how much like I you know I don't fangirl over anyone or anything but I would over her for sure that's so awesome I feel like you imprinted me with that that was like really powerful (laughs) stuff there I never thought about like the flaws like the one flaw like really outshines unfortunately how much it really it sucks yeah and it's hard not to let your slip show sometimes right because we're all human and you want to be like fuck this (laughs) you know but it's it's true like you gotta figure out a different outlet and I'm glad my professor taught me that because I you know I found it to be so true at first I was like what but now I understand it even more I love it okay two more questions are you a coffee or a tea person tea I'm drinking tea right now I know what kind of tea you're drinking so this is Sri Lankan tea and um what you do is it's black tea and you cut up uh, fresh slices of ginger into it. And then you put a little bit of cardamom and um, a little bit of milk and sugar to your taste. But I put a lot of sugar um, <laughs> and it's really, really good. Peter, that sounds delicious. Mm. It's so yummy. Love that. Okay. And final question. What is going to be my final question? Mm. Like got, okay. Where do you see yourself a year from now? A year from now. I love that. It's just a year from now. Yeah. Cause I think thinking out that far, I've learned in my business, like I need to be a little bit more present. I'm like five years. I can't even think about that yet. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, a year from now, I hope to be living in Austin, Texas um, or anywhere warm, honestly. Uh, I'm living somewhere that I love that I am a published author maybe doing some book tours or um, doing podcast interviews and really figuring out my ideal client base and maybe having a wait list. I love that. Really solid. That would be perfect. I love it. So I'm going to put that in my calendar actually, now that you made me think that and now (laughs) I committed to it out loud. I'm like gonna it in my calendar. <laughs> okay, that's that's a big thing. That's a big manifestation. Yeah. Thing. That's super good. I love that. Okay, so thank you so much for coming on today. You're awesome. Tell everybody again how they can follow you on social media, reach out, and all the yeah. things. Thank you so much, Jackie. This has been healing for me too. I don't know if you know that, but it has been. I'm so glad. <laughs> So you can reach out to me through my website. It has all of my co- uh, contact information on there. It's www.thenikabrand.com. And like I said, the good thing about having a unique name is you can just look up my name and I will pop up on Instagram as well. If you just want to talk to me personally or um, you want to talk about anything, just feel free to reach out. I'm so glad. And I'm going to put everything in our blog too. So okay. people can access that also. Thank you everybody so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene and stay tuned for his next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on Scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next on Scene.